It's time to check your money with America's Money Maven, Vicki Brackens. Vicki Brackens is the president of Brackens Financial Solutions Network, LLC, and a registered representative of LPL Financial, member SIPC. Vicki, happy Easter. Happy Easter, Mr. Hippity Hoppity. You just like <laughs> an Easter bunny today. <laughs> Yeah, I, I well, think I'm you're ready. having a flashback from when when you were a kid, right? Yeah. Oh my God. You know, uh, when I grew, I grew up in New York, and so, you know, you sometimes we had to find an outfit on Easter Sunday, and right. you go down to Delancey Street, maybe the Sunday before, but a lot of last minute, get your <laughs> new Easter outfit, your Easter clothes, right? And then you had, uh, we had dinner. We didn't really have ham. A lot of people did that. We had lamb and not ham. Hmm. So that's mm. how we celebrate. So I hope everybody's uh, having a happy Resurrection Sunday for Absolutely. those who are uh, celebrating. And also for those who are also celebrating happy Passover right. as well. We've got the two kind of coming together, right? Okay. And we actually also have Ramadan. Ramadan is in progress, year. right? In progress already. Right, in so. progress. Ramadan Mubarak. So, okay. so happy Ramadan and hope that your fast is easy. For those thank who you. Are, thank you. All right. So we, all right. we got them all, you know, the majors. <laughs> <laughs> okay, exactly. All right. George, you know, before I forget, I want to uh, just, you always talk about that, that I love to dovetail. So I want to dovetail back to our conversation last week yes. because we gave everyone uh, an assignment to track their expenses. And I've heard from a few folks that they're having a little bit of difficulty tracking their but, expenses. But, but, but hold on, Vicky, it ain't that simple. You said you don't care about their budget. I don't want those expenses are not the budget. The no, expenses but of what but, you were doing. I, but okay? I just want to say you had a little attitude about that. You said oh, I don't true. care about I your budget. I don't care about your budget. Okay. Right. I really this don't care about your budget. Okay. And, and we I got some feedback from that to say, well, okay, now keeping it real. It's your expenses and people have tr trouble tracking, right? Having trouble tracking. So if you go to our website at BrackensFSN.com, that's B-R-A-C-K-E-N-S-F-S-N.com, we have a link there to a um, expense calculator, which cool. might be of service to some individuals who have not done this before. It's a, already set up to, to run all the calculations as far as keeping them added up and 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 and, and extra extrapolating them out to uh, a 12 month period. So go there and you should be able to find that. So I'm going to leave that alone, George, because that's a, a a assignment that has a three month progress report coming up. We'll okay. come back pr pr periodically and check and see how folks are doing. But what we want to, in fact, this is kind of a different different kind of week. Okay. I told you that this week I wanted you just to ask me questions okay, about the things that you're hearing that are on everyone's mind. And we would deal with some of those today. I have to say, but before we start, none of the responses that we give are going to be specific investment advice. You should seek advice on your taxes and your specific investments with your own individual advisors. Okay. Now, George, let's go. This disclaimer, uh, what do you call it? Uh, <laughs> has been given. It has been given. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I think the, the, the first thing, Vicki, and this goes to the expenses that you just talked about. Right now, I think many of us are subscribers. You know, you go to a place and they send you, they want your email. And yep. in the email, you're always getting messages about how to spend your money. And the deals look very good. 
Am I talking mm-hmm. about myself? Anyway, and then you find yourself <laughs> hitting click, right? And and buying something that maybe you didn't plan for because you're constantly being bombarded with right. your emails. So um, is the best advice there to unsubscribe, but then you might miss the big deal? Or what do you think should be done about the direct messages in your inbox with opportunities for you to spend money? Um, I'm going to go back to, and it might sound a little old school, but remember when the days were that when you actually shopped in right. stores, right? Feels you like remember forever. those days? You yeah. remember those days? <laughs> actually shopped in stores and right there at the checkout stand, they always had the candy and all of the other things that were the last minute purchases right. that were there to tempt you. Mm-hmm. Okay, that same psychology is taking place with a lot of the emails that are coming through because um, the emails are those tantalizing little tidbits just before you decide to make a decision to do something else. Right. And it's always subscribe for a free period of time, which um, we know and, and marketers know and that most of us, Vicki Bracken's included, forget what the ending dates are. And we rarely pay attention to those notices that come up and say, you know, your, your subscriptions are getting ready to be charged, et cetera, et cetera. Right, right. Okay, so what I would say is this. Yield not to temptation. Huh, come on now. Okay, yield <laughs> not. Oh, you're going to get all biblical on us. <laughs> <laughs> because what happens is that the more often you actually do it, the easier it is to do it the next time. Mm-hmm. There is a true psychology there um, that is is um, taking place on the habitual process of, I'll, I'll, okay, I'll do it this 30 days and I, I won't forget. And the next thing you know, all of a sudden you start looking at your credit card bill and you're seeing $20 here, $10 here, and you start to add it up and it's becoming real, real money that you're that you are spending in subscriptions that you probably have not used in a very very long time. So if you have signed up for a lot of things and you start to see those trails on your on your credit card bills and your statements, it's also a good thing to call those at least once a quarter. Go through, identify what's there and ask yourself, am I really getting value from these particular things, as far as the subscriptions that you may have um, have coming in on a regular basis, does that answer your question, George? That does answer my question, and it makes me think about credit cards. Okay, so, how many credit cards do I need? And here's why this is a critical question. So, as you know, Vicky, I just came back from a vacation, and with your rental cars and your hotels and things of that nature, you need to have a credit card that takes care of all of that in one fell swoop. And so how do you manage how much you should have or do you need, because you, it's clear that you don't need a whole lot. And and then of course the department stores want you to take their cards out. Everybody wants you to take their cards out, charge a high interest. How many credit cards do you need? Do you need a, uh, do you need, do you recommend, uh, what do we say? Not, uh, uh, let's talk about like a unlimited credit card, right? That can put every, you can put everything on like an American express or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, or you can take advantage of the the grace period. You know, you 
charge in this period, but it's not due to the next period. Anyway, anyway, how many credit cards do you need? That's a tricky question, George. Okay. Let me tell you why it's a tricky question. If you recall, we talked about the fact that in order to keep your credit rating high, mm -hmm. you needed to be sure that your credit usage fell below 20%, somewhere between the 20-30% range. That's correct. Okay. That's now said. Mm -hmm. If and, and that's 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 been shown by all of the reporting agencies that they're looking at the usage ratio, which is driving a good portion of the of the credit score. So now if your credit, if you only have a couple of cards and you don't have substantial credit lines built in those cards and you're running them up to the max level above above that range that we just talked about you're going to drive your credit score down, which is going to make it more difficult for you to obtain other types of purchases that may be of greater value to you, like your car right, or your right, home. Right. You want to be in the seven and you want to be in the 800. I want you, I want you eight, somewhere between 750 and 800. 750 okay? and 800. And, okay, and 880 would be great, which is the perfect one, but somewhere between that 750, 750. 770, eight to 800 range. Right. Right. But if that credit usage number is too high, so even though, and this is crazy, even though you may only have $2,000 on your bill and someone else may have 10,000 on their bill, it's if their credit, if their credit usage ratio is $35,000, their credit line, and yours is only 2,500, your usage is basically 90% mm -hmm. versus theirs being 28 or 30%. And so the impact is quite different, even though the bottom line as far as what's owed is, is actually more in your favor. So what I would say is this, you have got to, if, if you only have a couple of credit cards then you've got to be diligent about watching the ratio of usage that's there, effectively what I'm saying is that you probably got to pay that credit card off every month. Mm -hmm. Basically okay? what you're saying. Okay, unless you have a huge line of credit they always keep well, you below. Right. Cause I'm just thinking about even what I experienced, you know, renting a car, they want this plus that. And you, it, you know, you got to be able to manage that and to be able to, 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 to do all of that. And that's why. That's um, why I said it's tricky because it's a totally, there's several different things that you have to manage in how many cards you have. Right. Relative to what the total line of credit is and the individual line of credit and how it's impacting your world score. Okay. It, 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 it certainly keeps us busy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly keeps okay. us busy. But while you talk, while you're talking about that, I did notice something that was in the news today that I, I, I just going to kind of point out because, because the um, credit cards and, and student and loans and so forth right now, they're, Interest rates are climbing. Mm -hmm. Okay, interest rates are climbing on all types of, of debt structures right now because of inflation. But something interesting is starting to happen. This is not a guarantee. It's just a, it's just like one of those green shoots, one of those interesting things that we're starting to see. Uh, you remember when we were talking about supply chain issues and there yeah. was not enough on the shelves? Supply chain managers are starting to report that the shelves are not only filled, but warehouses are getting filled up. Hmm. Why is that important? Remember you asked me last week about how, why the, the raising interest rates would be a good thing. And I said it would slow down consumption. 
Our first indication of slowing down of consumption is the fact that warehouses are starting to fill up because things are not coming off the shelf at the same rate because the consumer is starting to buy less because they're starting to buy less. And I know you've probably seen this, George, you're getting more and more advertisements concerning sales. Yeah. More and more concerning sales in kind of strange places. I got one from Omaha Steaks the other day. <laughs> you know, like a 50% sale. I mean, a, 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 as far as the meat purchases and, and from yeah. Skechers, all of a sudden, lots and lots of sales because the inventories are starting to build up in warehouses and they've got to get the inventory sold or, the, or, or there's going to be um, spoilage and all sorts of things. What that does tell us, though, is that we might be reaching a peak on the inflation period because then consumers are pulling back. And as they pull back, merchants can't sell. They can't sell. They have to create sales. The pricing starts to come down and the reverse unwinding takes place. All right. Well, Vicki, look. Gloria cooking in the kitchen. I got to go eat. <laughs> <laughs> got you. Okay. Got you. Okay. But just a kind of a tidbit of something that, 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 that is going on right now. So what's your next question, George? Well, I'm ready. Vicki, uh, I have no more questions because I have to get in the kitchen and see what Gloria is putting on my plate. Okay, then. Well, <laughs> since, since I know that Gloria is an amazing cook, my soror knows exactly what to do and exactly what to put on your plate. I'm not going to stop you or slow you down. Wishing everybody again a happy holiday season, a blessed holiday season. And at this point, George, I'll say it in our official way, our plate is full. And if you want to holler at Vicki Brackens, you can holler at her at info at BrackensFSN.com or 315-930-4499. And Vicki Brackens is the president of Brackens Financial Solutions Network, LLC, and a registered representative of LPL Financial, member SIPC. She is America's moneymaker. Thank you.